Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for listening in. I am your host, Rebecca Budd, and I am looking forward to sharing this moment with you. Storytelling has been with us since ancient times, beginning as an oral tradition. When writing arrived, these oral stories would find new homes in stone, papyrus, and parchment. Found in every culture and civilization, stories have taken on the form of epic poems, chants, rhymes, and song. It is one generation gifting their knowledge and wisdom to the next generation. I think of stories as the foundation for creating a sense of belonging and community. Even now, we are influenced by the legends and myths that have been given to us from the past, whether they have come in written form or through personal experience. Stories touch our hearts and encourage us to reevaluate our actions and perspectives. Most of all, they remind us that we are part of a greater journey. Over the past months, a story that has remained fresh in my mind came from my travels to Shetland. Shetland is a group of about 100 islands, of which fewer than 20 of them are inhabited. Located 130 miles or 210 kilometers north of the Scottish mainland, Shetland is in the northern region of the United Kingdom, just above the Orkney Islands. With a latitude north of 60, the Shetland Islands are bordered by the North Sea and Atlantic Ocean. Among the settlements on mainland, the largest island is Scalloway, a fishing port, and Lerick, the largest town and commercial and administrative center. Shetland has experienced a television tourist boom since the blockbuster police thriller Shetland, based on the books of Anne Cleves, began filming there in March 2013. The series is still ongoing into season 7, which is expected to be released in the fall of 2022. Season 6 was a cliffhanger. Jimmy Perez is in trouble. So there is much anticipation for what comes next. Again, another affirmation that storytelling is alive and well in our time. There are many narratives held safe in Shetland's complex geology of faults and fold axes, metamorphic rocks, granite intrusions, and the assemblage of rocks called the Old Red Sandstone. Humans have made Shetland their home since hunters and gatherers roamed the land. A few centuries later, well, to be truthful, many centuries later, the Vikings came in their dragon ships to plunder 
Now somewhere along the way, the Vikings changed their minds about the plundering and decided that Shetland would be a great place to settle down and raise their families. Then the time came when the Norway kings and the Scottish monarchs clashed for supremacy. There was never a dull moment. My story looks back to the turn of the 19th century as told by the good people of the Unst Boathaven Museum. Unst Island is the northernmost of all the inhabited British Isles and is the third largest island in Shetland after mainland and Yell. No one really knows the origin of the name Unst. U-N-S-T. It may carry a Norse meaning from the Old Norse, Unst, O-M-Y-S-T, meaning eagle's nest. Some even think there is a Pictish connection. Whatever it is, Unst is where my story begins. And by the way, I have read that Robert Louis Stevenson's father and uncle were the main design engineers for the lighthouse on Mokofluga, just off Hermanus, on the northwest of the island. Robert Louis Stevenson visited Unst, and some believe and claim that Unst Island was the basis for the map of the fictional treasure island. But I digress, for my story is about herring and the gutter lasses. You see, for hundreds of years, Unst was positioned in the heart of one of the richest fishing grounds in the world. The 1840s onward were marked by the booming herring industry that propelled Shetland to the pinnacle of Europe's go-to place for herring. Unst was at the center of the hubbub. This small island became a vital herring port, a powerhouse of employment opportunities. In early autumn, massive shoals of herring came to feed off the coast. Men would bring in the herring, but a workforce was needed to gut the herring and ready them for market. It was brave, hard-working women who responded. They came in the thousands, some as young as 14, from the Scottish Highlands, Hebridean Islands, Northumberland, and as far away as Ireland to find employment in Unst. They came to be known as the gutter lasses. The labor was difficult, tedious, and dangerous. They were to gut the herring and pack them into barrels which were layered with salt. Crews of three worked together, two to gut and one to pack. The only tool they used was a short, sharp knife. One slip 
would lead to a painful cut, which was aggravated by contact with salt. The women twisted strips of flour sackcloth around their fingers and thumbs to act as protective bandages. They wore heavy shawls and oilskins to shield them from wind and rain as they waited for the boats to bring in the catch. It was piecework, which led to unbelievable productivity. A good gutter lass could grade between 40 and 60 herring a minute. The speed was so great that hands were seen in a blur when the gutter lasses were captured in films. Every morning, the call of up lasses and whoop your fingers had them at their posts at 6 a.m. They worked tirelessly through the day until the day's catch was processed, which could be 2 a.m. the next morning. As they waited for the boats to come to port, the women knitted, shared stories, and built a strong community. Accommodations were sparse, six girls to a wooden hut where bunk beds and a brick fire would welcome them after a day's labor. A six-day work week, long hours, harsh conditions. It was worth it all. The wages that were brought home to help their families were eagerly welcomed. Best of all, there was freedom in travel. The gutter lasses would return every season. Adventure and good company were irresistible. Lifelong friendships were formed. The gutter lasses have faded into history, but their story remains ever vibrant. A reminder that we are at our best when we build a community based on friendship and common purpose. This then is the essence of belonging, to be affiliated with and accepted by others within a group to work together in difficult times, to share joys and sorrows, to show respect, to encourage and support each other in our personal journeys and aspirations. May we remember the gutter lasses and their friendships formed Thank you for traveling back with me into the history of Shetland. And until next time we meet, dear friends, keep safe and be well.